Greetings and welcome to episode 18 of the Harmonious Living Podcast with your host, Niamma. And today I felt compelled to address this idea of grinding and hustling, which, you know, so many people use so freely and just to kind of really sit with what does it actually mean and This may be controversial to some, but I'm just going to say it. Grinding is overrated. And I say this to you as a recovering perfectionist and an overachiever. So sit back and relax and uh, let's get into it. This episode of the Harmonious Living Podcast is sponsored by Harmonic Soul Wellness. There's no time like the present to improve your health. Start the new year off right by joining the 90 Days to Wellness plant-based eating program. You can find us on the web at HarmonicSoulWellness.com or contact us at 619 752-0462. So welcome to episode 18 of the Harmonious Living Podcast. I am your host, Niamma, and um, a couple days ago, I was sitting in my backyard and um, I was writing in my journal and listening to some music and it was super peaceful and relaxing and happened to look up and um, saw two hawks circling overhead, um, really, you know, in a close, pretty close formation. And they were circling in the same direction. And then um, one of the hawks went really close to the one that was flying below and it was almost as if um, it exerted some sort of gentle guidance. And the next thing you know, the hawk on the bottom started circling in the opposite direction, as did the hawk that was on the top. And it was just amazing to watch. It was like a synchronized ballet or swimming or just it was so effortless and it just really um, made me think about, you know, a a perfect metaphor for life, right? That things just flow, things just line up and sync and it, and it can be so effortless and it can just be a little bit of gentle guidance from above that can, you know, set us into a different course. And so as I, saw that um, image, you know, it really got me to thinking about um, this idea of why do we make things so difficult for ourselves? And as I said in the beginning, I am a recovering perfectionist. I'm still working on it. And I would even say that I'm an overachiever. You know, I've, I've done a lot of things in my life. I've got degrees, I've got licenses and you know, um, credentials and all of these things, 
which, you know, when I really think about it, I, I know the reason why I pursue these various things. Um, but oftentimes I think when we, when we talk about we're grinding or we're hustling, it's like, we're saying it for validation. We're saying it so that we don't seem like we're, um, lazy. You know, we hold up busyness as a badge of honor. Um, you know, we, we don't want people to think we're not doing anything or that we're not doing something of value with our lives. And so, you know, as I think about that, it it really makes me wonder, like, where does this idea come from? You know, that you got to grind, you have to, you have to work hard and, you know, granted, you know, there are some sayings like anything worth having is worth working for. Of course, we have to work for certain things. Of course, we have to put in effort. You know, that that should go without saying. But as with many things, you know, there's there's truth mixed up with falsehood and and oftentimes misinterpretation. And so, yeah, we do have to put in work. Yes, we do need to embrace discipline in order to um, overcome our tendencies to be lazy or to self-sabotage, especially when we're learning or we're implementing something new or we're making a change in our behavior. And, you know, because of our habitual mind where we do so many things unconsciously, yes, it does require effort to shift ourselves in a new direction. And we've also heard you know, um, faith without works is dead. And obviously that speaks more to the idea that we have to put ourselves in a position, um, to line up with the things that we're asking for. We can't be completely idle when we've, we've asked for something, but sometimes God, universe, source, needs us to take several seats while things unfold in their due course and in due season. It's like sometimes, you know, we'll ask for um, a specific thing, we'll pray for a certain thing, but then we get in the way trying to do God's business. But the thing is, there's ebb and flow, there's balance to that. And so, you know, it doesn't always have to be a difficult thing. Um, you know, scripture says, ask and it is given. So my question is, why is it so hard for us to believe that? Why do we refuse to believe it? You know, when we're co-creating with the source of all that is, why do we think it's hard? So (laughs) chew on that for a little bit. And, um, you know, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about that and about how the language that we use can, you know, sometimes contribute to that sense of things being difficult and it can set us up for struggle even more than necessary. So stay tuned. This episode of the Harmonious Living Podcast is sponsored by Harmonic Soul Wellness, 
There's no time like the present to improve your health. Start the new year off right by joining the 90 Days to Wellness plant-based eating program. You can find us on the web at harmonicsoulwellness.com or contact us at 619-752-0462. Welcome back. So before the break, we were talking about the fact that we co-create with God and how um, just because of unconscious and subconscious programming, those tapes that we have that are, you know, running in the background, that voice that we hear is not always, you know, the voice of our inner being. It's that other voice, that annoying roommate that you've heard me talk about in a prior episode. And, um, you know, it uses language. We, we hear that tape playing this language that, um, it can cause us more struggle than necessary. Um, and also, you know, it's just not um, life affirming, but we don't even notice it. So let me give you an example. How many times do you say the word just as in, oh, I just, um, you know, I, I just called or, you know, I'm just, just following up, just wanted to talk to you, just wanted to check in just fill in the blank as if you need to, you know, we're saying just as if we need to justify why we're doing something. And it's not like you're harming anybody, but we're just so used to, we're just so used to saying that we're just that it's unconscious, but it can, it can minimize. Um, and we don't even notice it or how's another, here's another one for you. Oh, my little, you know, fill in the blank, like, oh, I'm just going to tell you my little two cents or, oh, I'm just working on my little business or, oh, I'm doing my little artwork or I, w- I want to share my little idea with you. And it's like that word is minimizing. Why? Why is it little, you know, to somebody what you're going to share? It could be something major. It could be something they've been hoping or praying for. And so, the reason why I bring this up is because, you know, we get what we believe, whether or not we're conscious of it. And so that's why the language that we use is so important. And, you know, science has shown um, that, for example, even in the body, when it comes to healing, we when we believe certain things about ourselves, then that's the result we get. And so, you know, we create our own reality. And we have actually control over that. You know, your beliefs are just thoughts that you repeatedly think. You can change them. And so, you know, like I said, our unconscious language about what we can and can't do can hinder us. You know, when we minimize, when we don't ascribe um, power to ourselves, when we don't give ourselves permission, um, you know, 
then that's when we can make things more difficult on ourselves. So, you know, getting back to this idea of grinding, um, you know, say you're thinking about doing some task and you say to yourself, well, you know, I have to, I have to grind hard to make it happen. You know, I got to really grind. Sit with that for a minute. How does that feel in your body? Does that feel good? Or does that make you feel a little bit anxious or uncomfortable? You know, I got to, it's going to be rough. It's going to be difficult. You know, that doesn't really feel too good. Now, think about this, though. On the flip side of that, think about the universe meeting you halfway. And and how does that feel? The idea that you don't have to do everything. You are a co-creator. And so, you know, when we when we think stuff is supposed to be hard, it feeds into our limiting beliefs because when we have difficulty, you know, which sometimes we do have um, situations that arise that challenge us. But, you know, when we have those difficulties, we can say, see, I told you it wouldn't work. And, you know, it gives us an out from pushing forward you know, past our upper limits. So, you know, it's, it's so amazing how much power our thoughts have. And even something as simple as that, a mindset of how difficult things are supposed to be or how difficult things need to be. So I'm going to take a short break and when we come back, we'll talk about other ways to shift our mindset away from this idea of grinding because if we don't feel like we have to grind and if we feel like things can be easy and things can flow. Think about all of the possibilities that opens up. So stay tuned. And welcome back. So I think it's important at this point to uh, keep it real. (laughs) Um, Because I am certainly not trying to blow smoke up your ass and act like that there are not some adversities that come into our lives. And, you know, for sure that happens. But one of the things that I've been learning lately, especially, is how to see everything as a lesson, whether it is something adverse at the time or appears to be adverse, or whether it's something auspicious or seems favorable at the time. And of course, you know, that's part of our journey here on this planet, right? As spiritual uh, beings in human flesh, we've come here to learn lessons. That's part of our journey. And some struggles are ordained. They're part of that 
you know, contract that we have here. And this world comes with contrast. You know, um, we experience things that we want and we experience things that we don't want. And pain is part of life. But suffering is optional. So one of the things that I have been um, really focusing on is, you know, being more joyful. And um, I wouldn't say it's always easy and, you know, things have been crazy. Um, I tend to be a happy person for the most part anyway. And because of my, you know, spiritual grounding, um, I find that I'm able to um, experience joy and create joy. Um, But, you know, I'm human. And um, one of the things that I have experienced, and maybe you have too, is, you know, not allowing ourselves to be... um, as happy as you can be and not allowing ourselves to be happy or expectant of good things is a trauma response. And it's something that I struggle with too. You know, things can be going so well and, um, you know, you're just like flying high. You're feeling so good. And It doesn't even take long where just for a split second, if you entertain those what ifs, you can sabotage that whole vibe, that whole positive momentum, just like that. And, you know, it it can be, it's like a cloud lingering overhead, following you around threatening to dump rain on you at any second without notice, you know, the, the proverbial other shoe that we expect to drop. And, um, you know, sometimes when we're feeling good, we hold back on our joy because of what we perceive to be the suffering of other people. You know, it's like almost a guilt response that, you know, man, how can I be feeling this good and this happy when, you know, I know this person is having a rough time, you know, I I know I've done that. Um, sometimes when I'm thinking about, you know, my adult son situation, you know, um, when I think about, and again, it's about my perception and I'm sure the same holds too, holds true for you as well. You know, we think about what another person's situation is like, and we, you know, may feel some, uh, you know, sadness or concern or what have you. And and being, you know, empathetic, being empathic person, I'm sensitive to the feelings of others. And as a result of that, you know, um, I feel it (laughs) deeply. And, um, you know, there have been times before where you know, because the body carries this memory of past experiences and past pain that I can feel it in my body, that memory of the exact moment of receiving some devastating news. And it's so powerful that 
the body and the cells have this memory that's activated even when you're no longer in that traumatic situation, even when you're no longer in um, that time frame of the situation occurring. So what happens when we have that trauma response, it's really just our self-protective mechanism and it serves a purpose for a certain period of time but then it does not have to continue. It's not something that needs to um, keep repeating itself. And so, you know, that's why it's so important to to be intentional and um, commit to being happy and using happiness as your compass And, um, you know, one of the things I've started doing recently, um, in addition to listening to like Abraham Hicks rampages is like to just think of just all of the good things that can happen. And so, you know, using as a journal prompt and just getting in a flow of, I want, so rather than, you know, focusing on the unwanted um, focusing on what I do want, focus on, well, wouldn't it be nice if, and keeping that vibe going. And I find that it helps, um, tremendously to, um, helping me to stay in that happiness flow and in that happiness vibe. And when I'm doing that, I am lining up with those things that I want. And when I'm lining up, then I don't have to grind. I don't have to work so hard. I'm co-creating with the universe. So, you know, I've committed myself to leaving certain thoughts in 2020 and choosing more life-affirming ones in 2021. And so, um, you know, as this year began, I'm not a big... um, New Year's resolution person. I'm more of a um, a commitment. Like I'll make commitments to myself, things that I want to focus on for the year. And so for this year, for 2021, my inspirational intention phrase is lean, L-E-A-N. And that acronym stands for let everything align naturally. And so when I am leaning in, I am letting everything align naturally. I'm leaning into those good feeling thoughts. I'm leaning into those good feeling situations and things that feel right for me for this time in my life. And I'm leaning back. I'm receding from things that um, I need to take a step back from, recognizing the ebb and flow, the ease and flow that feels good to me. So I hope that um, as you 
progress through this year, 2021, where things already have uh, started off with a bang. <laughs> Many of us thought that, uh, or, you know, thought that 2020 would be the end. You could wipe, wipe your hands and, you know, of certain energies that were there. And lo and behold, you know, we're still dealing with things in, in other ways and um, ways that we never would have imagined we would see in this country, in the U.S. So when things happen like that, it's really important to honor your feelings and then to come back to those good feeling thoughts and to remember your faith and to remember that God is in control. So I'm going to take a short break. And when we come back, I'm going to share with y'all some reminders that I um, give myself when I feel uh, out of whack or out of sorts or when I don't feel like I am um, in that space that I want to be in when it comes to my happiness. So stay tuned. This episode of the Harmonious Living Podcast is sponsored by Harmonic Soul Wellness. There's no time like the present to improve your health. Start the new year off right by joining the 90 Days to Wellness plant-based eating program. You can find us on the web at HarmonicSoulWellness.com or contact us at 619-752-0462. And welcome back. So before the break, I was talking about how the body remembers our feelings, our responses to, um, you know, situations. Um, and so when the body holds on to things like that, you know, um, it can create dis-ease in our bodies when we get out of harmony, um, which is our natural state, um, then that's when we start to have, you know, systems break down and ailments and things like that. Um, and so that's another reason why it's so important to be mindful of and um, really intentional about the thoughts we think, the way we feel, and especially how those two things operate on an ongoing basis. And because so much of what we do is repetitive and unconscious, it's important to keep those in mind. And so just like I emphasize the importance of diet that we ingest through our mouths, but it's also so important for us to be mindful of the diet that we ingest through our senses, through our thoughts, through what we listen to, 
through what we see and, you know, keeping all of that in mind for our overall health and well-being. So that being said, sometimes I need to remind myself (laughs) of how I want to feel. And so when I do need those reminders, um, here are three things that I keep in mind. Number one, be intentional about your happiness. Use it as your compass. And so that means that you lean in to those good feeling thoughts and actions. You know, when you feel good, go there, like go there fully, you know, don't hold back. You know, like I said earlier, sometimes we feel like we can only be happy to a certain point, but it's time to let that go. Be as happy as you can be, you know, and visualize yourself having what you want. Visualize yourself being happy and being joyful and keep that going. Number two, start your day off positively. Set your intentions right away, ideally, before you engage with anybody else, um, you know, and depend on your family situation. Maybe that means that you have to get up a little bit early before your family does, or, you know, even if you live alone and, you know, you have to work. Um, give yourself time that's just for you. Carve that time out. And even if it's just 15 minutes a day, you'll be amazed at how just 15 minutes can make a huge difference in the way you feel and how the rest of your day goes. And so you set yourself up for that good feeling vibe first thing. So I like to read or listen to or recite affirmations. I pray, I meditate, I do yoga, I walk. Sometimes I do walking meditations. And even just sitting in silence is beneficial so that you can hear from God, you know, Be still and know that I am God, as the scripture says. You have to be still to hear from God. Number three, give yourself grace. You know, one of the things that um, I'm leaving in 2020 is being so hard on myself. And so... I'm learning more to give myself grace. And so, and as appropriate, you know, uh, given the meaning of my name, Naima. <laughs> um, and so, you know, if things go in a direction other than what you want during the course of your day, return to your original intention, those positive thoughts that you were having in the morning. And even if you don't get to your morning routine and set that intention, you can always do it 
midday or, you know, just make time at some point in your day, even if it's before you go to bed and, you know, reflect on what went well, you know, be grateful for the lessons, give those lessons permission to leave your aura so that you can free up some space for new blessings, for new lessons, for new ideas, for some new thoughts, for some new experiences, and for some expansion. And, you know, if none of this is working, like Abraham Hicks says, take a nap and stop that momentum. So, you know, I hope that this has um, encouraged you and given you some upliftment and inspiration. And um, in the words of J.R.R. Tolkien, quote, all we have to do, oh, excuse me, all we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given us. I will say that again. (laughs) All we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given us. And so for me, what I'm deciding to do with the time that's given to me is to live it fully, to be as happy as my heart can hold. And I hope and pray that you do the same. Thank you for listening. Well, I hope that this episode has given you some food for thought. And, you know, as we're in this new year and people are thinking about, you know, resolutions and yeah, this year, you know, this is the year I'm going to make it happen. And, you know, talk about grinding and, and hustling and all that stuff. I hope that this has given you an alternative to show you that there's another way. Now, you can grind if you want to, you know, if you feel like that's how you have to go about doing things, you know, do you boo, as the saying goes. But I'm here to tell you that there is another way and it does not have to be difficult. It can be fun, actually, especially, you know, if we reframe to think about, you know, less grind, more lesson, less grind, more journey, less grind, more adventure and have fun. You know, this life is meant to be enjoyed. And so I pray that you enjoy this episode. And if you did, do me a favor, like this podcast, write a positive review about it, subscribe, download episodes, share with your family, friends, your networks, anybody that you think can benefit from hearing these stories and these perspectives. So I hope that you have a beautiful and blessed day. And as always, I wish you peace and love.